Sunday Sermons from Trinity UMC in Lincoln, a podcast to help on the faith journey. Now on to this week's message from Pastor Jeff Slater. Well, we are at the last week of this series inspired by the journey of parenting, and I realize that I have almost missed a terrible opportunity. I have a captive audience, full control of the screen, and I haven't shown you any pictures of my kids. What am I even doing up here? Take a look. (laughs) There they are. (laughs) Ricky on the left and Sam on the right. And I had to dig and uh, find those pictures. Those Those are like the newborn pictures, you know, when they were just born. And as soon as I got them on the screen, I realized how funny that was because we have some twins in our church. That's, that's not our journey. You know, we, they were never actually this age at the same time, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, We didn't actually have to raise them both at the same time. Like I know a few of you have. Here's what they look like now. Uh, Again, Ricky on the left, 11. He just started sixth grade. uh, And Sam on the right uh, in third grade, eight years old. And they are awesome. Let me just say, Uh, they are great kids. Uh, I want to show you one other picture that's kind of a, a family favorite. At least it is for me. This was taken, I think this was the very first time Ricky had met Sam and almost the first time I had the three Slater men sitting there. Oh, look at that young dad. He, <laughs> he has no idea what's coming. <laughs> that young dad think he has, thinks he has this figured out with that one three-year-old. Nope. No, it is an awesome journey. It really, really is. But boy, we've all grown so much, both the kids from where they are then to where they are now, not to mention me having grown so much over it all. And that's really what this series is about. Uh, You know, it's called uh, Raise Them Up, which is a line from Scripture. And the the subtitle, though, is a little more modern, and that is Parenting in a Hectic World. Uh, I was having a conversation with one of our Trinity uh, parents before first service this morning, Um, uh, another one that's uh, uh, got a middle schooler, and it's like something, something happens. Like, despite our trying not to be busy, trying, actively trying not to be running from one activity to the next, there it is. Like, it's just part of the journey in today's world. Maybe it always has been. I know it is today. But we need something to keep us grounded. We need a foundation to stand on. Uh, and so when uh, planning this series, uh, before we started it, you know, I, I asked, what makes for a fertile ground? Uh, looking at our faith, what makes for the most fertile ground for raising children and parents' growth? God can make a plant grow out of a rock, but that doesn't mean we can't at least aim for the most fertile ground possible. And, and I want to do kind of a recap here of what the other weeks have included. Uh, the first week was unconditional love. And for me, uh, that goes back to Fred Rogers and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I even sung a song that week. Uh, he was so fond of saying the, uh, and, and, and coming out of his faith that God loves you just the way you are and that you can be loved just the way you are. And I make a point with my kids uh, to, to tell them that often, every single night. Uh, they know it's coming. There have been times when they finish the words before I even get them out. And sometimes, now not that my kids ever get in trouble, but sometimes when those, that's happened, I've even said, you know what, I may not like what you did, but I loved you even when you were doing it. 
you know, and I make sure that they know that. The second week then, and, and of course, that's how God loves us too, right? The second week then follows rather naturally from that, <laughs> anger. <laughs> anger is part of the journey of being a child. Anger is part of the journey of being a parent. It's part of the journey of being human. But that sermon wasn't really about anger. It was about forgiveness. It was about how we show forgiveness to one another and how we are shown forgiveness from God. The third week then was about generations and about how uh, so many things get passed down from one generation to the next, many of them good, but sometimes we remind ourselves of our parents or grandparents in maybe not so good of a way. Yet, God is always there healing from one generation to the next as we try to give a better life to our kids. That sermon seems to have especially spoke to people. So if me just giving you the little, if you missed it and that little teaser makes you interested, go back. It's on the website. It's in the podcast and you can still pick it up. The fourth week then was about uh, mental health. Uh, I know that there are a number of parents in our uh, congregation who uh, struggle with mental health issues, either they or their kids. uh, and, And I wanted to kind of break that open and make it a little easier to talk about. But what that sermon was really about wasn't mental health. (laughs) It was about community and how none of us can do it alone. We have to surround ourselves with a village to help raise us. And it really does take a village not just to raise a child, but, uh, but an adult too. And today, we talk about patience and hope. And I chose our scripture today specifically for parents. And I have to laugh a little bit because uh, one of the times I was doing it, I I don't know. Usually I I have the scripture on my computer screen and I like scrolled up a little bit. You want to hear what it says uh, literally five verses earlier? Your riches have rotted. Weep and mourn over the miseries coming upon you. No, that is not the scripture for today. (laughs) You're the right one. (laughs) Therefore, brothers and sisters, you must be patient as you wait for the coming of the Lord. Consider the farmer who waits patiently for the coming of rain in the fall and spring, looking, for the, looking forward to the precious fruit of the earth. You also must wait patiently, strengthening your resolve because the coming of the Lord is near. Now, technically, this scripture is about the coming of God's kingdom. And God's kingdom tends to come, well, every now and then it comes in big dramatic ways. But the vast majority of the time, God's kingdom comes like the grain of yeast that gets buried in the bread. Or the small way, you know, it's the little things where God's kingdom comes into the world. Uh, And I think it's a very small stretch indeed to say that that verse applies to parenting too. Because children and the way we are all raised up is one of the main ways God's kingdom comes around us. So I'm more than comfortable applying it here. Now earlier I said uh, that I chose those areas to, to try to make a fertile ground, right? Well now the book of James gives us a farming metaphor. Now, I have always figured that I would be a terrible farmer. (laughs) You know, I never really thought much about farming when I was growing up in Wichita. And I realize now that uh, God made me a city boy for a reason, because I would not be good at farming. (laughs) Now, I'm, I'm sure I could learn. I could learn the skills of it, right? But I think I would be an anxious mess. Think, think about farming for a minute. You have to put the seeds in the ground where you can't see them anymore and wait. 
<laughs> Already I'm thinking I wouldn't be good at this, right? Now, you've probably seen, uh, you've probably seen uh, experiments, you know, where they, they plant a seed and they, they've got like glass there so you can see what's going on and maybe a time lapse where you can see the roots coming out of the seed and that sort of thing. So, so it's like cognitively, I know that's what's going on in the ground, but you can't see it. You have to just trust that the growth is happening even where you can't see. Then, while you wait, you watch the weather which is out of your control. <laughs> now, yeah, you can irrigate and uh, you can regulate the water a bit, but there's more that's out of your control than that's in it, that's for sure. And so you wait and everything depends on it. Your livelihood depends on it. There's nothing that the farmer can do to make the seed grow. All you can do is plant and make the ground as fertile as possible. The rest isn't up to you, and it takes an uncomfortably long time. I'm getting anxious just thinking about it. I think I would be a terrible farmer. But do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see where I'm going with this when it comes to raising up the children in our lives and in our worlds? You know, our job is to tend the ground. It's to plant the best seeds that we can and to make the ground as fertile as possible, making sure our kids know that they are loved no matter what, making sure that they know that there is nothing they could do that would, that, that, that would make me or whomever stop loving them. That helps make the ground more fertile. Then making forgiveness obvious and clear, not just because it matters to your relationship, but because it matters for life as a whole. The concept of forgiveness is one of the things that carries us through life and that helps us grow closer to God. So it makes the ground fertile. Then we try to set them up for a better life than what we received. And so that each generation can have a little bit better chance. And then we surround them with the right people, with the right village, with the right influences that they need to make their life complete. We do this to plant seeds and to make the ground fertile. And then, therefore, brothers and sisters, you must be patient as you wait for the coming of the Lord. Consider the farmer who waits patiently for the coming of the rain in the fall and the spring, looking forward to the precious fruit of the earth. I'll just add that he knows it's coming. He's not doubting that it's going to grow. He looks forward to it. You also must wait patiently, strengthening your resolve, because the coming of the Lord is near. You've got to be willing to wait for what's growing beyond what you can see. You know, I have a friend who has six kids. Now, he's a little bit older than me, uh, and his kids, I, I, I want to say his kids are kind of late teens and older. It's something like that. Uh, most, most of them have grown, uh, but he inspires me because he's always so calm and easygoing, especially when it comes to talking about being a parent. He's also one of those guys who kind of has standard jokes for the things that he hears uh, often, and one of the things he hears often is, six kids? How did you do it? And his answer is, well, not all at once. <laughs> I have a hunch that if you had a time machine and you could go back and you, can add, you, could, you could meet my friend when he was on kid number two or three, I have a hunch he was a nervous wreck. <laughs> I don't know it, and I've never asked him. I don't even know what he'd tell me if I asked. But <laughs> he got better. He grew in the skill of being a parent, and he grew in the trust 
that good seeds and fertile ground blossom in time. Reminds me of a farmer, not the anxious farmer like I would be, but the kind of farmer who plants and then knows he's got a few weeks to do things. You know, maybe maintain the equipment, maybe go off on a vacation and do something fun uh, while the seeds are growing. You know, that's maintaining the most important equipment of all, the farmer, right? (laughs) Always watching in case a specific need comes up because sometimes things happen. You always have to be vigilant. But otherwise, simply being confident that the good seeds planted in fertile ground will grow. And that's what leads me to the final point I want to make in this series. And it applies to everyone, not just kids, not just parents. And that's this. Don't forget that kids aren't the only ones that are growing. (laughs) God is not done raising you up yet either. There are seeds that are still planted in you today. Maybe even seeds from your parents, from your grandparents that are still in the process of growing. There is work going on beneath the soil of your heart. And God is bringing growth in you hidden from your eyes too. And that should give you hope. That should give you great hope of what God still has in store for you. I'm not the same parent that you saw on the screen in that picture earlier on. (laughs) I have grown a great deal. And, And I can't help but wonder, how much more will I grow in another eight years? How much will we all grow even in one year, let alone, say, a decade? Neither of us, well, we will be the same people we are now, but we'll be better at it. (laughs) None of us, in another sense, none of us will be the same in another 10 years. And so if the other weeks of this series have been about creating fertile soil for your family, this week I want to ask about fertile soil for you. God will keep working on you regardless. So what can you do to aid the process? Do you feel as though you are truly loved? Because I will tell you, you are loved by God and by the people in this church, if nowhere else, but I'll bet other places too. Do you experience forgiveness? Do you show it to those around you? And do you look for and name forgiveness when you receive it? Because that's another one that at the very least comes from God and from here. Do you need help with healing from the past? Name it, bring it before God. And is the village around you sufficient? Or are there influences that you need in your life that you don't have to help make your ground more fertile? Do you need something like a growth group or or, or a class of some sort? The good news is that God is the great parent of us all. God is the perfect parent that never fails. God loves us even when we fall short even when we don't deserve it. God forgives us when we miss the mark. God heals our past wounds, and God provides a village for us too, mostly, usually, most, most uh, perfectly through the church. And ultimately, it's God who raises up the kids, and it's God who raises us up too. Would you join me in prayer? Oh God, thank you for the farmer, for the proverbial farmer (laughs) who plants good seed, makes sure the ground is fertile, and then patiently waits with full confidence that those seeds will grow. 
Help us to recognize the seeds that have been planted in us. And thank you that you, God, are the great parent, the great farmer who raises up us all. May we have confidence and trust and patience in all that you are doing in us. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's Sunday Sermon. For more information on growth groups or how to more fully embrace the life of faith, visit us at www.trinitylincoln.org.